we tricked you once again. Yes, this is not a full episode. This is just a little <laughs> bitty mini one that we do every so often until we decide to stop doing it. Well, hi, my name is Jeff, and I'm joined as always by Ali, and you are listening to... You, you missed, missed my, my childhood. childhood. Yeah, I missed <laughs> wow. your, your childhood. Yeah, we, we've never done that before. No, we should do it from now on. Mm, yeah, that'd be it, very... It was super cool. It's very, very cool. It's not out of... It's not passe at all. Yes, absolutely. No. <laughs> well, yeah, today we're, we're talking about the second, second episode that we've watched of Seinfeld. I guess kind of the second episode you've ever seen of Seinfeld. Is that right? That's right. Dang, yeah. So the first one you said you were kind of surprised <laughs> by how, um, I don't know, by how kind of relevant and not cringy it seemed. Did this one give you the similar feeling or did you feel that this one was more on the cringe factor? More more on the no. cringe factor. What kind of sentence is that? <laughs> I, I get you. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> more cringeworthy. Yes, there we um, go. I honestly was a little like lost or worried that there wasn't going to be anything to talk about because it did feel like a, huh, like that was a very normal sitcom episode. Mm. Um, there were some obvious things that were more of a 90s thing, like how it starts him. He, he's, has a, he's doing a shtick about women writing checks. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, talk, let's talk about that first because what a weird shtick. And like instantly it dates the episode because I don't know. When's, have you ever written a check in your life? I'm sure you have. But oh, yeah. I've <laughs> okay, written okay. so many. <laughs> You've written so many. When, when's the last check you wrote? So many. Uh, let me think for... Oh, wow. It has been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, um, but why, would, why wouldn't it be a while, I guess? Because uh, utilities? How do you pay those? Online. Okay. Uh, the place uh, I had power from last time I directly paid for power uh, <laughs> was um, well, that's not funny it, you know it's included where I'm staying so it's uh, doesn't mean anything um, man laughing at my not paying for power <laughs> wait wait do we have to edit this one after all <laughs> no I wasn't laughing at that I was laughing at the way you phrased it uh, to sore spot, sore spot. Yeah, um, I guess so. Yeah, D- don't don't ask Ali about ever paying for power or not paying for power because, oof, that that's a that's that's the the chink in the armor. Right, I paid for power. Um, that's the only thing I remember. <laughs> okay, actually. well, anyway, you you paid you paid for the power via check because you couldn't right. do it online. I it guess because they charged me. Yeah. Oh yeah, they online. do that shit. Yeah, the water company does mm-hmm. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I don't think I wrote a check for years and years and years. And then when I was like doing all the house stuff, you had to like do everything via check. So then I started, Oh. yeah, that's like when I got a checkbook and now, now I have checkbooks again, but I don't know when the next check I write will be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he really kind of made it out to like checks aren't masculine enough. You know, you only a woman will yeah. write a check. Right. And I feel like I kind of relate uh, th- hmm. that there is a thing like uh, manly men only carry cash all the time and it's uh, I don't know it's not masculine if you don't have cash around I feel like I've felt that vibe somewhere in my life Maybe when I was dealing with drug dealers well yeah, yeah drug dealers aren't gonna yeah you're not gonna like write a check to buy drugs Well no no these were like um, no not dealers I was buying drugs from dealers who like made drugs. 
dealers who um, made okay like pharmacists <laughs> no no people who carried like ak-47s and uh were exclusive oh weed growers yeah. okay gotcha right no no they didn't really carry AK-47s. Yeah, and they also yeah. didn't make drugs they grew weed <laughs> they grew weed <laughs> they weren't like putting fentanyl and heroin together in the back no no and and no guns good people Good people, really good people. But yeah, they had cash and... Uh, yes, of course they would. Oh, wait. Yeah, George Carlin has a thing about paying for stuff with credit cards and maybe checks. And uh, I remember him saying, like, get some fucking cash together. And that line, you know, was in my head sometimes and I felt small uh, because he was saying that to me. Huh. But then I talked to a therapist and he was like, don't tell yourself bad stuff. And I talk to the George Carlin in my head and like, hey man, listen. <laughs> you, you're really working out through a lot today. Like, so don't bring up <laughs> right. cash to you or lack thereof. And don't, oh, this is all money related, isn't it? This is all related power. to, yeah, power, right, responsibility, right. finances, yes, sore right. spots. Yes, well, mm-hmm. um, we'll make an exception. We'll edit all that out this time. Damn, okay. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to do it. You, you can do it if you want to. <laughs> edit it out? Okay, let, 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 let's move on. Otherwise, I'm huh? going to have to seriously edit some shit. <laughs> okay <laughs> well i i think we should probably talk about the actual episode because it's called the stakeout and it's rare for seinfeld where there's not really multiple storylines going on there's just kind of one storyline and that's jerry's trying to pick up a woman that he met at this dinner dinner party for a birthday of a friend of elaine's and that's about the extent of the story but then there's of course little side things but the, the main the main arc is about that so did you know that Jerry and Elaine were uh, were ever dating? Was that a thing you knew about? No, they never actually dated in the show, of course, because this is the second episode. But you right. know, they're like they're always they're ex partners. That's uh, yeah, that was established very quickly in this episode. But it established in a weird way because he was afraid to flirt in front of her. Uh, I didn't. Is that how it was established? Yeah, I mean, it was established. Actually, I think he said right away, like, something about... Did, oh, yeah, she asked right. him, do you, do you not remember a single thing about being together when she, like, right, talked about a woman, right. Pamela, yeah. her friend yeah. that had the birthday party, that exactly. she wanted to get the porno movie for? <laughs> right. That was kind of surprising. Yeah, it, that wasn't very 90s. That seemed like a newer thing. Absolutely. And uh, you were talking about this, you know, establishing of the relationship being a thing, and... It seemed problematic, like that they weren't friends, friends, um, to serve the kind of jokes he was trying to make. Like it, it would be, it wouldn't be that interesting if they were healthy friends, you know. If he wouldn't flirt, if he could flirt in front of her with other women. No, it wouldn't be. Yeah. But uh, do you feel like you can freely with like exes you uh, are friends with? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you don't know how long ago they broke up and how long they were together. Like, those kind of things matter a lot. If they broke up a month ago and they were together for a year, then yeah, that's probably pretty awkward. But, you know, they're acting in a way like they've been broken up a long time ago and it's already a thing that they barely think about. Yes. But... Yeah, but you know they they have to like just let the audience know. Hey, yeah, we we were together. Right. So, do you did you phrase it in a way that makes me think you thought there was something weird about? Uh, I just yeah, <laughs> I that. did. It just it just felt kind of juvenile, you know. It felt kind of like ah. it felt like something that would have been more, uh, you know, for high schoolers or maybe like people in their twenties, but not for 
I don't know, how old do you think they're supposed to be? It's always hard for me to tell these days because they're like, oh, they're probably younger than I am, but <laughs> I can't tell. Right. Yeah, I feel <laughs> I like they're in the 30s. Yeah, the 30s. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems yeah. like. I think, I don't know if I would agree that it's juvenile. It seemed, yeah, I guess it is. It's a little juvenile. And then, you know, he was a total dick to her, too. And he just did this thing where, like, those seemed pretty sexist at the dinner party where, like, everything that Elaine said, he was like, you know, he did his voiceover going, oh, not again. Oh, I know, I know. That voiceover was terrible. I mean, when, when yeah. her voiceover is really great. Right. And uh, just the lines they had written for her were so horrible, you know. The lines that were so, for like, her or for him? Right. Like, the things she was, she was saying definitely were not interesting. But No, she's talking about dreams. Isn't, exactly. Yeah. And like a terrible dream at that. And him having wooden teeth and, and that. And like, that's bad writing of a female or just sexist writing of a female, if you will. Mm, possibly. I would agree. Yeah. 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 But, you know, people always talk about interesting things, especially friends. So maybe maybe that that is something mm-hmm. that Jerry would usually be engaged with because he was distracted. He didn't want to be engaged with it. And then, you know, on the way home, they had, a, they had like a fight in the cab that seemed really couple Right. Do you not uh find that uh it was warranted no i mean (laughs) you're hard to talk to about this (laughs) no i mean i don't think it's it it just seems like it seems like they're acting more like a couple than friends at that point you know right and i feel like that was the point though you know that this uh you know, friendship just has sort of all the residuals of a bad relationship, but not the benefits of a good friendship, I guess. Yeah, it's, and and I think that this is definitely an episode two where you can see that the kinks are being worked out. But there are some things that there are callbacks to the things that happen in this episode and later episodes for sure. Oh. There's like kind of jokes that are established that like stay established and like are kind of callbacks, you know, many, many seasons from now. Yeah. What was with the Lonnie Anderson joke? <laughs> I don't know. Just, you know, she is. She's an actor. <laughs> yeah. I just quickly wikipedia her, but uh, that's about as far as I got. Yeah. That's about, I mean, I'm trying to remember exactly what she was famous for and she was kind of like... Just... She was like a secretary in some show, is what I gathered. Oh, was she? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yep, a show I never seen. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the other thing was a rich little reference. I don't know who that is. Okay. Did you do you know what I'm talking about? When she was like, uh, he asked her what was the tone of her voice when she said this thing about. Yeah, I'm him. guessing is rich little a stenographer or something. Stenographer. I don't know because okay. you know she's you know he's asking her like about a message that she took with, when Elaine called and he was trying to figure out was Elaine oh, pissed at him or not, okay. and so and, that, hmm. and that's why when he asked about the tone of the voice, she's like, "Who am I, Rich Little?" Okay, so do stenographers note tone of voice <laughs> when they stenograph or whatever? They I don't do? know. I mean, what, what else could that make sense? Okay, well let, <laughs> right. let's Google Rich Little and let's just uh, draw out this one. Oh no, he's right. a Canadian American impressionist. Well, that's not what ah. I expected. <laughs> Maybe he's like, and she called like this. Oh! <laughs> I don't know, man. That's my guess. That's my rich little impression. I wonder how accurate it is. <laughs> oh, he's called the man of a thousand voices. Okay. Well, hmm. yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Only rich little could do a tone of voice. 
I guess that still doesn't really connect up, but okay. I, I wonder how popular Rich Little was at the time of this episode. I mean, I wonder if like someone that's in their 20s when they saw Seinfeld back then would be like, oh yeah, the Rich mm, Little. Yeah, Rich Little. Yeah, that's funny. He would have known the tone of voice or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I he would know. have known, yeah. So the this episode takes a pretty creepy turn because, you know, it's called the stakeout, but it should just be called the stalking. You think so? I I thought it was perfectly fine what they did. Well, you also are binoculars <laughs> to Bibnijad, so, you know, it's... Uh, right. <laughs> I don't know if you can comment on that or not. Um, so... What is wrong with positioning yourself somewhere where you might run into someone you're interested in? I I think I think when it's so aggressively obvious, like you know, someone's place of work, it just seems like a I don't know some some kind of violation is there. Especially these days, I feel yeah. like that's more and more common a common thought. I don't know if the, I mean no no one no one on the show thought it was creepy. If anything, they're like, oh, that's just zany. What are you doing? That's going to be a crazy zany thing you do. Don't do that. Right. And it seemed like they were aware of the fact that it was creepy. That's why they were coming up with lies. And the fact that they had to lie about why they were there, I think, is the only problematic thing for me yeah. about the whole situation. But ultimately, I don't know. And so to provide some backstory there, too, it's the, the woman that he meets at the dinner party he's yeah. interested in. She leaves quickly with a guy who may or may not be your partner. And he doesn't get her name. He gets nothing from her. But she does mention the law firm she work he, she works at, which he repeats in his head over and over again, so that he can go there and uh, stake out by the elevator and try and bump into her whenever she goes to lunch. And there's this whole shtick between him and George about why they're there. They're they, you know that they come up with. You know, George says, "I gotta be an architect," and <laughs> they're there to see some name they come up with. Yeah, he says <laughs> he says art. Cordelay, and then it changes the Vandelay, like when when he actually sees a woman and he starts getting panicked. Yeah, right, right. I thought that was the funniest part of the episode. I, just anything with George, I think was it's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, he's a a lot more of a uh, I guess active character than I imagined him being. For some reason, I just thought he was this dorky geeky character who doesn't do anything and doesn't get anything no yeah he's he's pretty actively scheming too this is kind of the seeds of him being the schemer he is hmm okay and you know like i mentioned before he of course he'd be kind of an active character because he's he's based on larry david who's like the other writer of the show ah right and i think some people would argue the main reason why seinfeld became a hit is because of larry david no kidding like writing-wise, but not like just the George character, right? Yeah, writing-wise. I mean, he writes almost every episode up until like oh, the wow. seventh season. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. I mean, Larry David was definitely a huge part of the show. Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David. So what about Jerry Seinfeld himself? I mean, did they co-write these? Yeah, most of them. Yeah, you'll see in the beginning, okay. like, you know, written by Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. It's a, it's a Lennon-McCartney who was Lennon McCartney? Oh my God! Oh, Lennon McCartney. Okay, I get you. All right. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I'm like that sounds Beetlesy, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds Beetlejuicy. What but that I... is? <laughs> right. You know, I want to date this episode a little bit because they're playing Scrabble, and that only really can remind me of one thing these days. Oh, Wordle. Yeah, do you think people will still be playing Wordle when this comes out? I think Wordle is still going to be a thing. I think it's going to stay with us. It's a new, one of those things that uh, makes you believe in human progress, you know? Until the New York Times comes around and buys it up and fucks with it. So that kind of... Yeah, now it's all fucked up every day. It's a different thing for everybody and... What, every day is doing it? No, just one day, right? No, it's not. I think it did it for 
two days in a row. Like it was, uh, it was not kalk, but it was like one of the old words. It was aroma, like yesterday for people who were doing the uh, British site still. Oh, but weird. It was aroma today and then after it was agora. <laughs> yeah. All right. No yeah. one knows what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, well, they, they, they know, they know Wordle. They might not know the uh, controversy or they might be like, right. what the hell? This was recorded like five months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's going to be a while. We have like three or four episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like. We're definitely not going to record this anytime soon or not, not going to release right. this anytime soon. Uh-huh. So, so you, you think it's totally okay to stake out the lobby and like wait up by the elevator? I don't think especially if it works out okay and if you can be honest about it in the relationship down the line that it's the worst thing in the world i Um, think yeah i think if there was like a cafe just outside the building that they wanted to sit at that he wanted to sit at and like you know eat at and with the hopes that 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 comes across as better than going to the actual building yeah like if the actual facts of what they were doing were having to be you know Posed and uh, disclosed <laughs> right away. <laughs> yeah, that definitely wouldn't have worked. But yeah, if if he could have been transparent, like, hey, I was hanging out by this coffee shop, and you're like, you're right. Like, if there was an outdoor patio kind of thing, mm-hmm. it's like I was hanging out here in hopes of seeing you, and because I felt really attracted to something or other i don't know but yeah sure i mean yeah if if there's a girl i had a crush on and i knew that she like was around somewhere i might be more inclined to like go eat at a place nearby but then i don't know what am i gonna do like go and pick up a girl at at noon no no yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's not gonna happen now (laughs) what's gonna happen then (laughs) yeah yeah i feel like that's definitely a product of a comedy show you know where the main character is a comedian who you, has that kind of time? Yeah, and you'll keep on finding that these girls are like oddly super interested into him because you know it's just male fantasy land, <laughs> right? You know the girls like uh, ooh, like I only date immature men. I is that gonna come back? I guess uh, it remains to be seen, huh? Is what gonna come back? Like, is that date gonna be followed through with, or is he gonna be eternally single looking to find someone? I guess you just have to watch more Seinfeld. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I should fill that in, <laughs> fill in future yeah. episodes for you. Probably not. Right. I didn't think it was that un, unbelievable that she was. She said yes. Hmm. I mean, I don't think it's that unbelievable that she said yes, but the way she looked at him was kind of unbelievable to me. She like looked at him like with a <laughs> genuine attraction and horniness, and I was like, Ugh, I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if. A successful comedian, that's a pretty sexy yeah, thing to be. Yeah, a funny guy, right? Funny guy. Yeah. So, did you think it was weird that he brought around George? That he brought George for the stakeout? Yeah, I didn't even understand why George was there. <laughs> for comedic timing, for, you know, not timing, but just like, right. you know, for comedic. Be able to, yeah, exactly, purposes <laughs> for someone to have a scene with. Right. You have to have some banter, so he's not just like standing there with more of god-awful voiceover <laughs> right and and i guess george did serve as the alibi that he was there oh um okay but he could have just said i'm waiting for my friend by himself alibi does alibi just mean excuse in general i think so i don't think you have to murder someone or do a crime but you know in my mind this is kind of a crime so i think alibi <laughs> still works okay <laughs> i could Sounds be misusing good. alibi but I, I feel like it works there <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, if, if, if I'm wrong about that word, it'd be the first time I've been wrong about a word on this podcast. So I don't think I'm wrong about this one. Uh, yeah. And so we met Jerry's parents, too. What did you, you think about his parents? Oh, yeah. I liked them. I liked them. They seemed perfectly reasonable folks. Hmm. Well, that's not very fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't feel like they said anything outlandish no they were yeah they were just good supportive parents i think he was being disingenuous about uh wanting them there but that's really neither here i nor thought it's interesting it? how he has a one-bedroom apartment he was going to stay at kramer's but yet his parents were like camped out in the living room when they were sleeping there so i got the sense that he has a studio apartment. Well, I know Seinfeld well enough to know it's a one bedroom, unless unless they change yeah. that later on. But it's exactly no, you're same right. Sense. I feel like I remember from last episode that there was a bedroom. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, even the last episode, huh? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why that was happening like that. But yeah, he was sleeping at Kramer's house, <laughs> which is right. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty weird. Dang, that is rather odd. I don't think that in later Seinfeld he would sleep at Kramer's house. I don't think that would be a thing that would happen. Hmm. Yeah, Kramer with Kuon. Uh, I did that. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, the Scrabble yeah. word. He, he The mom uh, wrote Kuon, <laughs> and Kramer's like, oh, yeah, that's a word, to Kuon something. Right. <laughs> when a medical patient, uh, you Kuon him. <laughs> right, when they're aggressive. Yeah, when they're aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Seinfeld, huh? The second episode. I guess that's Seinfeld, the second episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, are we going to go... Episode by episode, do you think? I don't know. I kind of... Uh, we should probably talk about that off mic so we don't have a bunch of <laughs> yammering about something that we're not actually going to do. We should learn our lessons yeah. and, you know, we, we can't edit this one. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, the second episode of Seinfeld. So so are you still finding it to be like a show that you want to keep on watching? Uh, not as much as I think I've found it to be something i wanted to keep watching after the first episode this one yeah wasn't i don't remember the first one but i just feel like it was more interesting somehow it gets better for sure oh good okay much better yeah i mean like i told you i I thought the first season was still like not worth watching and i think this this might be the last episode we watched the first season we might move on to season two after this okay i mean i would be open to more to just watching it on my own yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go for it. And then if I yeah. like one episode, if I think that you should watch it, we should talk about it, then I'll have you rewatch it. Sounds good. But watch away. Well, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, tune in next week for our full-length episode, which are honed, polished about a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, all the um, all all the ums that Ali said today, they're taken out. All the yes. pauses are taken out. You can't tell right. me have a zoom leg anymore. And I'm not right. really selling these episodes, am I? So I should probably stop talking and say <laughs> bye-bye. Thanks to everyone who listened. Thank you. Bye. Bye.